Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. U.S. stock index futures, they are a little change this morning. Let's go to the first word breaking news desk for today's morning call. Here's Bill Maloney. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Karen. U.S. futures are quiet today. Dow futures currently lower by five points. SB's dropped two. And NASDAQ futures higher by a point. U.S. 10 yield at 1.96%. And main European markets are trading mixed this morning. On the U.S. economic front at 8.30, housing starts and CPI. At 10.30, energy inventories. And at 2 o'clock, your FOMC rate decision. After the Bellas Night Chipotle sees Q1 loss, February comp sales trailed estimates, and Oracle earnings were mixed, is also buying back and added $10 billion in stock. In other news, Peabody Energy raises going concern doubts in a filing. Shares are down 38% pre-market. Finally, some of your key Wall Street upgrades and downgrades. Pulte Group cuts underperform at Bank of America. Like Mason, raised outperform at Credit Suisse. Kellogg raised to neutral at Goldman Sachs. At Morgan Stanley, Gap cut to underweight. Mosaic and LinkedIn cut to equal weight. Finally, HCP cut to neutral versus buy over at UBS. Live from the first of breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Karen? All right, thanks, Bill. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg, type Squawk Go on your terminal. That's S-Q-U-A-W-K, Go. And that's the Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Now, Karen, uh, thanks so much. Bloomberg Surveillance is busy Fed day. Brought to you by Invesco. Looking for investment views, experienced experts, or just a click away? Go to Invesco.com slash U.S. to subscribe to the Invesco blog and follow at Invesco U.S., on Twitter, Michael McKee and I, we digress from our Fed coverage, economics, international relations, to look at, I, I mean, I, I'm trying to envision Chuck Todd on the Wisconsin primary, where his total focus will be, what would the Green Bay Packers do? Greg Villiers has a more balanced view. Well, he does. I should note, uh, Tom, that Amy Morris uh, messages in from Bloomberg 99.1 in Washington. You were referring to the National Mall. When Thank you. With a lawn. Thank you. I can't. You know, I'm sorry. The brain <laughs> goes, tourist. Amy. He's a tourist. I'm all wound up about Fed. Uh, Cut me some slack, Greg. I want to talk not about uh, what is happening in politics, but what's happening in the people with the people who are actually uh, in charge of governing this country. I, I don't want to say they are governing because what I want to ask is a failure of them to do their jobs. Uh, the Federal Reserve is short two members. And the chairman of the banking committee, Senator Shelby, has so far refused to consider the president's two nominees up until the beginning of March because he said, I have a primary and getting myself renominated is more important than filling government jobs. He won the primary and now he says he's not going to uh, consider the nominations until the president appoints a vice chairman in charge of regulatory policy, which the Dodd-Frank bill requires and the president has not done. Um, what is, what's going on down there? What is uh, Senator Shelby trying to do or trying to prove? Well, there are an awful lot of antagonists who don't like the Fed, who want to curb the Fed's authority, uh, change the way it raises or uh, lowers interest rates, and things like that. And Shelby is one of the ringleaders. So, yeah, he's, he's holding up two uh, nominations. It makes it more difficult for the Fed. And I'd also say, Mike, that there's another big story that's beneath the radar screen, and that is a budget in the House apparently has failed, not because of differences between Democrats and Republicans, but because of differences between Republicans and Republicans. 
So where does this leave us? I mean, are we going to uh, uh, see government by lack of uh, government grind to a halt because there's nobody there to turn on the lights? Yeah, it, it is. It's it's a very exasperating story, and I think that you know you're in the final year of an eight-year administration. I think people have started to run out of gas. You've got a Federal Reserve that needs, uh, as you suggest, uh, to be uh, replenished with new members. You've got gridlock on the budget and uh, on Capitol Hill. So it's going to it's going to be a year that would probably reinforce the argument of a candidate who says things are broken and need to be fixed. Well, okay, things are broken and need to be fixed. And I've got a chart that I've been showing around, Greg, a lot that shows long ago and far away in 85, we had 3.7% real GDP, and now we're enjoying a run rate of 1.6-ish, maybe up to 2% GDP. The candidates, to me, are so wrapped up. And in, in, in her defense, Secretary Clinton talks about us. I mean, at least she's addressing a holistic view versus some of the other polarities we see, including her candidates, her, her uh, competitor Sanders. But within all this is very little talk about economic policy. Why is that? It astonishes me that you look at this very unserious campaign, people not talking about tax reform, goosing economic growth, a wide range of issues. You could say even you know, heroin in rural America. There are a lot of big issues that nobody is talking about. And the fact that this economy still can't grow better than low twos at best yeah. on GDP, I mean, that's a big deal. And, and the, the, the absence of any alternative from Hillary is one of many reasons why she's not a shoe in Got to ask you this morning. Um, President uh, announced he's going to announce his Supreme Court yeah, nominee. Yeah, um, uh, reports are he's uh, going to choose between Merrick Garland or Sri Srinivasan. Uh, Srinivasan was confirmed ninety-seven to nothing to the D.C. Court of Appeals. He would be the first Asian American appointed to the Supreme Court. Uh, is there any chance that the fact that Republicans supported him in the past? Uh, would incline some of them to actually give him at least a hearing? It's pretty slim. Uh, This is something where a lot of people disagree with Mitch McConnell. If if the Republicans are going to run on a platform that Washington is broken, well, they're part of the breakage, the fact that they won't even consider anybody, that you could nominate Mother Teresa and there aren't going to be hearings. I think... I, I think McConnell has made a mistake. I, you know, if he wants to kill it, he can just have slow hearings and then have the July break right. and then the August break, and it'll die. So, Mr. Vellier, parse for us these two candidates. I mean, we've got a most interesting, to use a very general phrase, folks, immigrant candidate with first-order academics, and then we've got another person as well. What's the choice set there for the president at 11 a.m.? Well, everything's political, and he wants to influence the uh, – the, the debate, the discourse in the fall election. So by nominating an immigrant, I think he reinforces in people's minds the differences between the Democrats and, and Donald Trump. Greg, very valuable. Thank you so much. Greatly appreciate it. I'm no doubt we'll have him on often as we move to Wisconsin as well. We shift to the Fed. We'll be doing that through surveillance this morning at 1 p.m. Michael McKee, myself, is Scarlett Foo. With Alan Blinder, Randall Krosner, and a bond investor named Gross. Stay with us. Bloomberg Surveillance. 
Coming up, the With All Due Respect highlight brought to you by Land Rover. If it's in your nature to cast off the everyday and seek adventure, the Discovery Sport was built to help your search. Visit LandRoverTriState.com for special offers during the only adventure sales event. Land Rover, above and beyond.